This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, welcome back. It's us, Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1. We are everything entertainment. Oh my gosh, you know what I never thought of? What's that, Steve? The combined age of Donna and Steve. Hmm. 90. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just... I've never said that, but we've never... Is that right? More or less. Okay. Ain't right. that something? Do you want to throw Rocco in there? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, well no, then that. it's like we're Then Methuselah. we can say we've got, yeah. you know, 90... <laughs> I was surprised when I found out how old Rocco was a couple years ago. I was like, you know, because if you've never met Rocco, if you've never seen Rocco, you'll see him tomorrow on Twin Cities That's Live. Right. You would see him and just think... Hipster, you know, yeah, like unencumbered. 26. I mean, shocked when I found out he had a kid. Couldn't believe it. Just thought, this is a PR story. Are you, this isn't are you serious? No, okay. no, no. But I really did think that he was a lot younger than he is. And then I found out he is, he's well on his way to osteo with you. That's ya. true. I just had my birthday last week. Oh, happy birthday. Thank you. What are you, what are you, 42? 49. 49. Are you? Halfway to 98. What? I really am. So next year's going to be a big year for me, turning 50, big my party. 20th wedding anniversary. Oh, you wow. look so young for 49, Rocco, truly. I don't I feel think like you I do. look pretty young. I feel like you, you do look well, young for a while. And you're 49, Donna's... Mm, I'm just nah. saying, don't do that, Donna. I look way younger than Rocco. <laughs> we're, we're a handsome show here. <laughs> Oh, jeez, Donna. Oh, gosh. Uh, I mean, I'm just really immature. Yeah. yeah. Everybody looks young on this show, I think. I do have some gray in my beard. Don't forget, you can watch us on YouTube if you want to see how young everybody looks. Yeah. Uh, all of the shows doing great things. And it's the month of July. We've got great new listener rewards available this month. Enter to win gift cards to Ever Eve and Crisp and Green, plus tickets to the Boss Baby Family Business or tickets to see Chelsea Handler at Mystic Showroom. You can get registered for rewards if you're not already and then listen on the stream or the app and enter to win. Everything up for grabs can be found on our app or at mytalk1071.com. Did you want to talk about Matthew McConaughey? You want to do it right here? No, wherever you were going to. No, we're going to do it. We'll do it at the bottom of the show. All right. Bottom of this hour, we got. We will hear from Matthew McConaughey oh and why Donna has already pledged her vote no matter which public office he runs for. <laughs> we don't know what his policies are. We just... It is it is wildly entertaining, though, Donna, isn't it? A bit infuriating, I think, or annoying, maybe? Is that how you would describe listening I to McConaughey? I describe him as... <laughs> but with a twang. I'm just like, what now? What? Shut up. <laughs> Should we just listen to it now? Yep. 
Rocco, can you just go to YouTube and just look up Matthew McConaughey? Oh, we got it in our stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in our stuff. Our pubescent country uh, over the 4th of July weekend. Here's Matthew McConaughey talking about America. Happy birthday, America. Oh, God. Yes, indeed. As we celebrate our independence today, as we celebrate our birth as a nation, a day that kickstarted a a revolution to Mm -hmm. gain our sovereignty, let's admit that this last year's trip around the sun was also another head scratcher. But let's also remember that we are babies. As a country, we are basically going through puberty in comparison to <laughs> other countries' timelines. And we're going to go through growing pains. We are going through growing pains. This is not an excuse to say this. It's just a reality. And this is good because we got to keep learning. we, we got to keep maturing. we got to keep striving. we got to keep climbing. we got to keep building. And we got to make sure we maintain hope along the way as we continue to evolve. Why? Because it's who we are. Why? Because the alternative sucks. <laughs> Okay, who are you uh, now? Matthew McConaughey <laughs> from mean, 10 Things I, I Or How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Oh, God. He's so annoying. He's trying to get you thinking bigger and better things here. We got to rally. We got to pull, pull our pants up by the waist belt. Put it in a book. <laughs> he Can already I, did the book. He did Green oh, Lights. That's right. That's yeah, in right. life, you're just looking for green lights. I don't want to slow down. A yellow <laughs> he light. He just sounds like he needs down. to just go coach football, you know? <laughs> Youth football. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> now, it looks like we're pretty much all just going through puberty here. That's right, Coach. I don't know. I I find him. He used to be sexy. Now he's just like, ah. Is it Listen, just me? Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just you. It's probably just me. I'm maybe sorry. maybe you are projecting because the idea of someone digging into personal growth, rewriting the future narrative of their life is uncomfortable I, and damn near unexperimented I with from your point of view. I don't want to hear from self-help guy unless I'm paying him. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? If I'm not paying for a ticket, zip it. <laughs> I don't I, if I want to see that, I'll go see you in a theater, do your green light thing, oh, talk good. about America, whatever. Although you have a natural thing about you, Donna, which is sort of anti even if anyone even if a friend i don't know let's say me is in a room and then talking with you suddenly about something and then saying oh you know i want to do better you immediately then start rolling your eyes oh here we go (laughs) that's not entirely false because that's right i feel like you think i'm very impressionable which i can be you are really impressionable Really, like, really. You know, I know, but you're impressionable. Excuse us, Rocco. Yeah, Rocco, we'll be over here. Don't worry about it. We're just, don't mind us. We're fighting. I'll just laugh. Your impressionability would be like if I said, oh, you know, avocados, they'll help you fight cancer. You'll go get a bushel of avocados today. Whereas mine is more like, hey, do you know what can help help you live a uh, more connected life or blah, blah, blah. So I get self help. But I'm also becoming, I think, as time goes on, more critical of self-help, realizing that very often, in my opinion, it just touches on the surface. It's a bunch of band-aids, whereas, you know, not to get too hyper deep about it, but I think there needs to be a real inside-out change in most of the deficiencies that we have in life. Otherwise, they're all just temporary fixes as opposed to a transformed life. Come on, Donna. Come to my conference. 
I'll bring you up on stage. Do I have to we'll, pay for it? Yeah, we'll have you there as a plant. Look at that hardened lady. <laughs> Ma'am, come here. 11 Make a wish. Uh, 11 Anyway, uh, good talking to you. Well, wait, no, stick around. We All have 45 right, more minutes to do together. All right, fine. Um, we have a couple of companion parenting studies. Depending on how old you are and when you grew up, you have a take on how you used to be parented versus how you parent. Oh, I want to delve into that. There's a study of the top five things that parents used to teach kids and the top five things parents teach their kids now. We will compare, we will contrast, and let us be clear, we will judge. That is next on Don and Steve. <laughs> hey, big shout out to our friends at Chill Boys for sponsoring our podcast. Yes, Chill Boys is local. They make really comfortable and cooling men's underwear. The fabric is breathable and flexible because it's made from bamboo with a little smidge of spandex. And you could get a great deal right now on your first purchase. Yeah, you go to chillboys.com and then use the promo code MYTALK when you're there. What will await you besides a great deal? How about the most comfortable fabric that you will ever put over your nether regions? You need to believe me when I tell you that because it's true. I've tried all sorts of different kinds, including some really big names out there that say we have the most comfortable. Nay, said the horse, you do not. The Chill Boys are so comfortable. They're made of this bamboo fabric, which is just like made up of cumulonimbus clouds. It feels so good. <laughs> it is so cool. And my groin has been super happy with me ever since I made the switch. Good to know. Great for biking, <laughs> hiking, fishing, working out. No wedgies, no chafing, no odor. You guys, you got to try these. Go to chillboys.com. Don't forget to use that promo code MYTALK. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. We're back. It's us. Hey, Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, along with DJ Rock Lobster. Click, 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 click. Don't forget, it's only with your pledges that we are on the air. And so you can Venmo them to me. No, stop it. All right. That is not true. None of what he just said. But we've got some true statements to share. Studies have shown that studies have shown that the microbial several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings, our study buddies, the perfect nerd couple, Donna and Steve. Hey, Steve. Hey, Donna. People are always pretty opinionated about parenting. Dependent on how you grew up often dictates how you parent, for better or worse. Would you consider yourself more laid back as a parent than your own parents were? Somebody out there in the world of Earth hmm, talked to 1,000 people with kids under 16 and 1,000 people with children over 30. Here are the top five old school parenting rules that we used to enforce versus the five most common current parenting techniques of today. Okay? Okay. So two grand, 2,000 people interviewed. Half had kids under 16, half had kids over 30. Let's start with the uh, the old way of doing things. Care to guess that one of the top five things that was taught from parents back in the day to their kids? Um, if you make that face, it's going to stay like that. Okay. Okay, no, not that one. This might not go great. Respect your elders. elders. Number one on the list of things that was included in old school parenting. Another thing that old school parents used to teach their kids, you don't always... 
Get what you want. Yes! Oh! I saw her today at the reception. Nice. Okay. Also, kids have to do chores. You have to do your chores. I had to do chores but didn't get an allowance. Yeah. I never got any money. I have forgotten to pay out our kids for the last, let's say, six to seven weeks. I'm not surprised. But I'm keeping, you know, kind of an idea. But Lou was like, hey, if we're going to set up this system, we have to follow through. Otherwise, we're skewing and muddying everything. But for the first, I don't know, my oldest daughter's almost 11. For the first 10 years, it was just just do stuff. Mm -hmm. But now we're trying to tack on some financial responsibility. I am failing them. You have to sit down and eat together as a family. We're now trying to clamp down on that a little bit more. That's an old school parenting technique, according to this survey. You can't run and gun. You got to sit down. And you got to eat. And then I, if you finish first, you got to ask to be excused and you may be told no. I think that's for, especially for younger children, because as we got older, once we were like 13, 14, people had jobs and paper routes and, you know, uh, football and. Nobody in my house played football. I don't know why I said that. But, of, but you know what I mean. You know, we had sports and not yeah. everyone ate dinner at the same time. Not everybody's home at 6 right. o'clock every night, Correct. whatever it might be. Yeah. Um, another old school parenting technique is that you have to behave, especially in public. I think you'd get that a lot more back in the day, right? The, hey, stop running. Do you hear me? It's fun mm-hmm. to get stern every now and again. Isn't it? Don't lose your cool. But just to be like, hang on a second. I don't have to be... Uh, just watching this happen to me, I can. I'm in control of at least three or four of those twenty things that are running around, and I'm going to control my three or four. Hey, we do not run in here. I don't care if everybody else is. You're not going to. Do you understand? Say yes if you hear me. Donna, say yes yeah, if you hear hey. me. Yes. Now we move into <laughs> the hippie, dippy, feel good parenting that is happening due to my generation, the millennials. Number one thing on the list of those who are parenting kids under 16 today, positive reinforcement. Oh, here we go. Instead of punishing them for bad stuff. Mm-hmm. We're just not introducing no, like that energy into Brayden's atmosphere right now. So like we just sort of give him a space to explore. You know what I heard once at a parenting <laughs> conference? What? And, and we do it opposite. The, the majority of parents do this in the opposite way. They are loose at the beginning, and then they try to get tight later on. So they're loose. We're just not saying anything to Braden right now, and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and then later, when Braden grows up and has lived... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. A life with zero restriction and now is experimenting things that have real consequences. He's learning these things and then you try to tighten your grasp and it's too late. Whereas what this one particular conference where I was was suggesting was do the opposite of that. There should be restriction in place the most early on in their lives. And as they grow up, because they have developed an understanding of that and of the position that you as a parent have in their life and what restrictions are and why they're healthy and for their good, then you can slowly start to release your grip as they go out and sort of confidently go out. Sure, they'll make some mistakes, but it's a better understanding of right and wrong and what I should be doing, what I shouldn't, because they've lived this gradual process of going from tight restrictions to growing up in freedom, whereas other people, the, you know, if it's the hippy-dippy sort of approach, sometimes that can be, we're just not saying no right now. We don't want to ever, like, punish him or introduce negative language to him. And then later, they're teenagers, and suddenly you try to get control again. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It's the opposite. It's the opposite. But I think it's smart. You're going to, okay, you want to sue me? Who, PETA? Sorry. <laughs> PETA would have zero say in that. It's how we, okay, sorry. It's all right. Shout out to my friends at PETA. They email me anytime I bring them up. It's really turning into a nice relationship. <laughs> um, giving them room to learn from their mistakes. Now, that's a good thing. I've also benefited from this of people suggesting don't try to overcorrect or save them from every scenario. They will. You will. You can always pr protect them early on. If you see a situation, you can jump in and overparent and overprotect in the situation. But they'll learn more if you kind of just let the thing work itself out let them solve the problem let them figure out the social dynamic there's a balance uh giving them space to be playful and silly this is nice 73 percent of parents today say that they try to be more playful than strict there's a place for strict but uh, i think sometimes parents of past generations it's like dad was at the mill all day yeah dad came home and didn't really smile much right that's not always <laughs> great Doing your best to connect with them. Parents today are trying to do that compared to just 37% of older parents who said that they tried to be uh, friends with their kids. Yeah, that's not a good idea. And then helping them identify their feelings and process them. No, I think that's healthy. Sure. Okay, I'm not a strict begicked. What? I'm a Lucy Begoosey. In the right way. You know Steve is probably like a tyrant at home. No, I'm not. <laughs> He's just like, kids, clean up this crap. I do get strict when I have to. Adeline, set the table. Set it the way I like it. <laughs> Pour me my whiskey. <laughs> oh, man. They get it, what though. a journey. Oh, God. Guess what time it is. What? It is time for us to take confessions. Yeah, Donna doesn't like fireworks, and so she asked this question of you today. What's a bahung? <laughs> a bah humbug type of attitude you have about something yes. that most yes. people don't. Yes. You know, maybe you don't like Christmas carolers. Hey. Maybe you don't like people named Carol. I don't know. <laughs> Whoa. Wait, all right, that was too far. Anyway, give us a call and confess. 651-641-1071. 
It's easy to bail on a workout, but it's hard to bail on a friend. That's why I like the idea of a workout buddy. Somebody that can keep you accountable, push you a little bit to lift more, run a little bit faster, or try a new exercise. Right now, The Y is offering $10 enrollment with no dues until August if you join by June 30th. So you and a friend can sweat, stretch, strengthen, and yes, you can save together too. Join now at ymcanorth.org. Good morning, lovely back. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve show on my talk, 1071 Everything Entertainment. It is Tuesday. It is 1130. So that means the phone lines are open at 651-641-1071. I have a bit of a confession. The confessional is open. Can you keep a secret? I've been a bad, bad girl. girl. It's Confessions with Donna and Steve. These are my confessions. On my talk, 1071. All right, so today we want to know what is your bah humbug issue with whatever? I um I like fireworks in a community-based, you know, um park <laughs> yeah. or an event. I don't want to hear Carl um, two blocks away, you know, blowing bottle rockets up in the air at like one Mm. o'clock in the morning on a Tuesday just because you have leftover fireworks. Okay. That's all. Okay? Sue me. Someone uh, called me a Karen on my next door app. (laughs) Wait a minute. Wait a minute, though. Uh, Hang on. That means that you filed a complaint on the next door app. I didn't file a complaint, but I... Tell me what you said. We'll determine I that. took part in a conversation that was happening where people were like, hey, don't forget, 11 o'clock, we start... You know, there's a city ordinance. And then, you know, then complaints started coming in and, and then arguments. And I was like, you know what? I like them. I just don't want to listen to the guy having a uh, midlife crisis down the street, <laughs> blowing up, you know, fireworks, and there's no children around. First of all, there's yeah. no audience; it's just him <clears throat> yeah. sitting outside, going, "Yeah, this is cool." Do people <laughs> on your next door know that your radio is Donna Valentine? Don't worry about okay. it, Rocco. Of course not. Okay. Oh yeah, you got. So someone was like, "It's a Fourth of July. And this has been happening forever." Don't Quit make them sound like Cartman from South Park. <laughs> Give them respect. All right. Ah, they killed Kenny. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's go to the phone lines. We've yes. got people calling. Uh, Sonia is on line one. Good morning. Hi, Sonia. Oh, hey. Hey. We blanked out for a second. Um, oh, man. I agree with you. I can handle fireworks for a little while, but then, you know, like let's call carry it bombs at eleven forty-five freak my dog out so bad. Thank I you. mean. That's not entertaining. Well, and there's but, kids that like babies who might not be able to get to sleep. There's, I'm sorry, but there are vets who might have, you know, issues exactly. with PTSD. I mean, yeah, that's all I'm saying, man. Thanks. But the thing I wanted to confess, yes, along with that, because I have a list, I'll just share one, is I really don't like Disney. Like, Disney anything. What's your problem? Why is your heart dead, cold, and black inside? (laughs) Well, I mean, it's been that way since I was a kid. But but it just is so formulaic, and I I didn't grow up watching a lot of Disney, and it just seems really cheesy and overproduced, and like, you should try here. And if you don't, 
You're dead inside. You're pulled and dead inside. Um, you know, I will. I can say with you, I've heard this before. I am a Disney lover. I had good, uh, cozy, fuzzy feelings from my childhood and was happy to reignite those with my kids recently at Disney. However, and I won't say her name, but I work with someone who's super crunchy, granola-y, uh, we'll call her Elizabeth Reese. <laughs> and she doesn't think that she would like the idea of Disney because she's not into what she calls manufactured fun. She wants to take her kids to a field where maybe they forage mushrooms. <laughs> I want to take my kids to a place where I know at 9 o'clock, this is going to happen, and it's going to be someone in costume, and the music is going to swell. So, But I get you. I understand where you're coming from. I really do. I usually tell people, like preemptively confess mm-hmm. that I don't like Disney on like a little rant, and then they tell me that, you know, it got them through a cancer diagnosis or something yes. amazing. So. Right. I'm well, glad I can confess here where mm-hmm. there is uh, no a no relative judgment. lack of harming people's I don't know. Outlook on life. Yeah, yeah. Safe place here. Yeah, Claudia, Sonia, thank you for the call. We Sonia, appreciate stop it. it. So, okay. Right. Bye, Sonia. Thank you. Bye. Steve, your favorite name is online, too. Mary? Clarence? Hi, Mary. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hey, so, like previous, I've got a laundry list, but I'll give you two that are basically united. One is family events. You know, like the big barbecues, and I know, Steve, you love the smoker and whatever, and visitors. Okay? Visitors? I'm the Mary that lives down in South Carolina, oh, hey, and Mary. friends and people that show up and they go, hey, I want to come and visit. Yeah. I'm the maid, the chef, the <laughs> tour guide, Yes, and even, you know, family events, I'm the maid, the chef. You oh, know. That's a good point. It's like, enough. Wow, Mary, may... I pack my bag and go to your house? Now, I was going to say, would you feel differently? So you're a bah humbuggy, and we're in the middle of confessions, by the way. Give us a call if you have one, yeah. 651-641-1071. You feel bah humbuggy when it comes to people visiting you, hosting people. However, if you went to your cousin, I'm presuming like Martha, if you went to her house, you feel good about it. <laughs> oh, I would be fine. And yeah. the exception to my bah humbug is my kids. But, sure. like, my aunt showed up, my mom showed up, I've had friends show up, and it's like, oh, my heavens to Murgatroyd. People don't Whoa. realize how much work <laughs> it is. Murgatroyd. Oh, exit stage left. Um, yeah, I don't think people realize yeah. how much work goes into having guests. you got to change the sheets. You're doing grocery shopping for a lot of people. You're trying to make the house presentable, cleaning all the bathrooms. It's, you know, all the bathrooms. And you're cooking. It's like, what's for lunch? And, you know, they're eating breakfast, and they're like, what's for lunch? It's like, seriously, people? Mm-hmm. Right. And then there's doing the dishes and putting the dishes away. And it's like, exactly. I'm with Donna, you, girl. You got it. Yeah. Everybody stay home. Yeah. <laughs> Donna just issued a new stay at home order. That's the other thing. I'm trying to work and they're like, well, we want to go to the beach. And it's like, can we take your car? Oh, OK. Yeah, I get it. Unfortunately, I am that person when I go home every time. Yeah, I heard yeah. you say you were well, borrowing a friend's that. car Don't or something worry in New about Jersey. It, Patterson, it's none of your business. What a barnacle. Mary, thank you for the yeah. call. Send our love to South okay. Carolina. Love you guys. Bye. Right. We love you. Bye. Steve, tell me what you think about this one. So on our Facebook page, we mm-hmm. asked the same question. What's your bah humbug uh, issue? You know, what are you bah humbuggy about? Danielle says, 
I have an issue with Halloween. I saw this. Why do we tell kids never to accept candy from strangers and then send them to the doors of strangers to beg for candy? Sounds like the beginning of a bit, right? It does. What's the deal? I listen. I love I love Halloween. What's this lady's problem? Hmm. What is this lady's problem? Let's just let it ride. They can they get it. They know not to do the the candy from strangers thing. It's fun. It's door to door. It's great. Now, that being said, I'm pretty bah humbuggy about people knocking at my door. I don't want to answer the door ever in my life. I just don't ever. And so it's weird that I like Halloween and not uh, people knocking at my door. But that's a special event sort of a scenario. But if it's a Tuesday, 6.30 p.m. and there's a knock at my door, nothing could be worse. Right. It's so true. What are we going to do? What are we going to talk about? What's happening? No. Uh, let's see here. A couple people who are a little anti-Halloween. Um, and a lot of people are with you on fireworks, too. How about Teresa, the Dark Lord, Voldemort herself? <laughs> Christmas. Even as a kid, I disliked Christmas. Least favorite holiday by far. Wow, that's interesting. I'd like to get Teresa on the horn, figure out what's behind all that. Right. Mary. Hard pass on Halloween. No costumes, no begging for candy at the neighbors. No, none, nope. That's what Marley says. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of Christmas. Marley? Wow, lots of people don't like Christmas. I never would have seen that coming. The Easter Bunny says, Kristen, that can go away. Whoa, Kristen. It's kind of dumb. Stand down. It's kind of dumb. You guys are talking like people. I mean, Easter. Are, I mean, I mean, like the real, true meaning of Easter. Totally get it. It's just like the eggs and the bunny costumes and the all that grass all over your house. <laughs> <laughs> it is a lot. Oh man, Donna. What? I don't know about you. I think your whimsy needs agitation. I love love. Yeah, I know. But I want you to like. I in like a sense. animals. I like. Okay. Okay, though. Let's watch an animal thing. You need to get in. You because but you like Disney. You say you like. I Disney. love Disney World. You like Disney World. I don't like Disney movies necessarily. Okay. I love Disney World. When's the last time you were at the old DW? Uh, a long time ago. You got to get back there. 12, What's the hold 13 up? years ago. I don't know. I was going for work mostly. Well, you only live once, and, and if I it's a place re- you love to go. You might want to get back there before... I wish we had time to talk more about that, but Nick has been holding. Hello, Nick. Hi, Nick. Hi. Hey. Hey, man. What are you bah humbuggy about? So, first, I just want to... I'm I'm with you on uh, the fireworks uh, for a couple of different reasons. One is it it can trigger PTSD in some people. Exactly. And then, two, uh, my aunt actually had a pet that passed away from stress because of it. Oh, my, oh my. gosh. So, so yeah, heavy. sorry to bring that one down, but my mine um, that I'm on humbug on is I don't like breakfast for dinner. I'm not a breakfast food person. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. man, I just had breakfast for dinner the other night. It was great. I mean, come on, Nick, think about a big slab of bacon right in your pie hole tonight at 7 p.m. Yeah. Yeah, it was like. We'd go out for breakfast sometimes to like Perkins or something, and I prefer a burger. Huh. In the morning? Yeah. Oh, so do you don't even like breakfast for breakfast? Sometimes. Well, I used to work overnight, 
So for me, uh, breakfast was yep. dinner. So it's like, yeah, I just kind of got onto that whole thing. Got you're it. you're a broken person on some level. That overnight shift, Nick, yeah. you know it. It'll yeah, it definitely messes up the whole machine. You know, we understand. We absolve you. Morning shift also is hard. Like when you're waking up at three to go to work for five. That's yeah. like, what's for breakfast? Spaghetti. Yeah. Deal with it. Absolutely. Anyway, Nick, you're my best friend. (laughs) Wait, what? All right. right, We'll talk to you later. Thank you for calling. Late. Bye. Okay. All right. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I hung up on him. Oh, thanks, Rocco. Hey, Rocco, what's your bah humbi- humbuggy thing? That's hard to say. Bah humbuggy. You know... I was trying to think of this, too. Um, I'm going to say I'm bah humbug on, um, you know, like earlier when you were talking about Kevin can F himself. Yeah. I always thought that was like a network TV show. So I was like, I'm not going to watch that. I don't watch network. So you're network bah humbug. Yeah. But now that you told me it's on AMC, I'm all in. (laughs) Yes. That's interesting. You will like it, I think. Okay. If you could get past the first episode. I'm kind of bah humbug on tattoos. Really? Oh, yeah. Pete Davidson's Facial. getting all of his removed. Every single Rings. one. It's going to take two what? years. Every He's getting single all one? of his tattoos removed. It's going to take two years for it to happen. Let that be a lesson to you, kids. Yeah, all cautious. Right. All right, we got to go. When we come back, I'm not a huge fan of Legos. I will be. I am guess oh, I'm bah humbuggy about Legos. Go. Until I saw this set announced, and it's of an iconic TV show, not Friends, and I really like one particular thing about the design. We'll tell you what show it's about and the thing that they added that makes it mwah, chef's kiss when we come back on Donna and Steve. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. It's the final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on my talk. 1071 everything entertainment. There's a there's a text thread going on now from oh, one really? of my neighbors saying Donna shaming us on the oh. radio right now for having fun last night. <laughs> for having Oh, uh, now I didn't which... know the whole neighborhood was out last night. I thought it was just, you know, like a, few, a handful of people. Yeah. That's funny. Boy, yeah, if you're ever not the person there at a thing, oh, look oh. who finally came outside. Right? See the world again. I know. I had work to do for today. I actually had to do stuff that is due today. Do do. And I had it planned. From Friday, when I walked out of the office till I got home, I was like, Monday night's my night to do all the work. So that's what I did. So zoom me, Susie. It actually is from Susie. <laughs> oh, they're always trouble, aren't they? Yeah. I got an Aunt Mary Sue, Sue Bird. I got a sister, Susie. They're unhinged. Yep. They're just yep. unhinged. I'm not a fan of Legos. If my kids say, hey, Papa. Hey, Papa. Will you sit down and do Legos with us? I say, ask your mother. Huh? Was that like uh, Archie Bunker? Oh, um, oh, Archie. Oh, okay. She goes ready to eat it if you mention Archie. It's great. Anyway, listen, I, I hate Legos. I hate playing with them. My brain sucks in that way. I just don't like it. All right? Sue me. That being said. There is a new 
Lego set based on the set of the iconic television show that is Seinfeld. And I'm loving it. It's going to be released on August 1st. This is coming on the heels of, you remember the Friends set? The Central Perk set came out in 2019. What I love about Jerry Seinfeld's apartment, which is the part of the set that you're doing, it's not the diner, it's the apartment. What I love is you see, they break the fourth wall, so you see the stage lights above the set. And I don't know why, but it really makes me feel good about it. Are you understanding? Oh, so you cute. see Jerry's sure. apartment, and it's a wide enough view where you see the lights. I just think it's fun, and I feel like it would be a cool thing to have in an office. Now, Don, I'll ask you this follow-up question. Okay. You've got things going really well on whatever, plentyoffish.com. Somehow you've sneaked in. <laughs> You go on a date, everything's going great. You go back to Peter's house. Peter. And in his living room is a Lego set adorned, placed somewhere as an art piece. Find out he's really into Legos. What happens next in this scenario? I think it's okay. I mean, everyone's got their kitschy thing, right? Yes, Quay. My niece's boyfriend is really into Legos. Oh, is that right? Yes. In fact, he works at the Lego store for fun, even though he's a teacher. Wow. Wow. You're not a bad dog. You're not getting any better, I'd say. Oh, I thought that was really good. Oh, did you? I I did, yes. Okay. (laughs) All right. Um, I I think it's fine because I do think you have to be really smart to be able to put some of these together. Don't you? Yeah. Yeah. It's certainly a, a particular part of your brain. You can get these extras with the Seinfeld Lego set if you have a brain that works and puts it together. You can get added extras like a stage for Seinfeld stand-up and a Festivus pole. Mm. That's fun. And then you do get uh, little mini fig figurines of Jerry Seinfeld, George Costanza, Kramer, Elaine, even Newman. I think it's fun. I think it's fun. Well, oh. Hey, speaking of... Um, intros to things thanks Rocco for reminding me honestly goodness didn't even really have to go searching for it it came to us frankly I have a little bit of non-fungible token news for you <gasps> is that thing fungible no it's not fungible it looks so fungible to me no it's not second thought maybe it's fungible let's ask Don and Steve time to talk non-fungible tokens with NFT experts Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. <laughs> <laughs> the units of data. They make the techies cheaper, oh, that's him. My friend. I'll tell you, women and men, it's those non fungible. Runs with lunchables. Tokens NFT. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I figured out what my favorite part is, which Brevity is. Brevity is not your uh, strong suit. No. <laughs> the horn after Donna is just my favorite part. Whatever horn that is. And I know Rocco to go through a whole catalog of horns. That's the best one. All right, let me see how I can best describe this here. Um, there was. Uh, a non-fungible token that was sold, which was a percentage of some original master recordings of the band A Tribe Called Quest. It was auctioned off as a non-fungible token. The short of the long is not that any of this makes sense, but the folks from 
a tribe called Quest are saying that none of it is true. They had no formal relationship. So what you bought was framed incorrectly because we did not sell part of our masters oh, wow. as a non-fungible token. This has been non-fungible token news. There you be, the news on NFT. They're so non-fungible. My John's non-plungible. Now you know the deal on NFT. <laughs> my John's not Plungible. My John's unplungible. Oh my God. That is great. Thank you. Wasn't there some news over the weekend that uh, Mark Cuban was doing something with non fungible tokens and it's, it was selling well and everybody was happy? You know, I was gone for a few days. I wondered if that story came up. Yeah, we didn't catch well, it. Well, if you want, we could actually do this story about Mark Cuban and non fungible tokens. Um, uh, don't make me play it again. Don't make okay. him do okay. it. Okay. I was willing to. Uh, I don't know, man. Steve's just trying Something to kill Something about some how his NFT marketplace raised $13 million. Wow. I'm well, so sick of this. To make the NFT thing with the Tribe Called Quest story and them saying, hey, that wasn't like us signing off on that portion of our digital masters, whatever. It was It was purchased on, I believe, with, by, with 40.91 Ethereum. I don't know what you're saying. I know, that's what it says, though. I don't know what it <laughs> means. You're an NFT just expert. Didn't you hear the intro? Yeah, Donna. <laughs> <laughs> Great, yeah. By the way, we uh, I don't know what all is going to make it, but tomorrow when Rocco is on Twin Cities Live, for all of our listeners, if ever you've thought, what does uh, he look like? What is he like in person? Uh, we sit down and talk with Rocco in Coffee with Cool People, and I do ask him about how he comes up with these things. I don't know what's making the final cut yet, but I hope we get the origin story of the Dirt Alert. Oh, the right. Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, which was great to hear that. Very good story. Rocco was great to sit down with. So that'll be coming up tomorrow on Twin Cities Live. We have a brand new episode uh, today at 3 p.m. until 4.30. Donna, please, 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 please watch. Please. Today, 3 yes. o'clock? What yeah. time's Rocco going to be on? That's when it's I'll tomorrow. tune in. Tomorrow. But oh, just, yeah, I'm not watching today. pre-game. <sighs> Fine. Yes. I'll do it. I tape all of them. You don't have, thank you. I do. Just in case I'm ever on. (laughs) (laughs) Look at me. It's fun. All right, we got to go. Colleen and Bradley are coming in next. I'm actually going to join them while we're doing shameless plugs. I'll be joining them for Blinded by the Item coming up at around 1230. So stick around for that. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Stick around, y'all.